Let's start the game. Yeah. yeah. Let's start, let, more importantly, let's start the show. Yeah. Let's roll the dice and say something nice. Two. Hey. That hey. Okay. Else. That should be the new tagline for the show. You have to rhyme every episode now. Yeah. yeah. Don't I tempt mean, me. This is a tale of a strange and dangerous world, a world known as Carthus. This is an adventure full of magic, hardship, and ale. This is a tale about a world at war and the people who are forced to endure it. From the wounds of battle come three unlikely partners trying to make sense of something much larger than themselves. But more than any of that, this is a story about how to win loot and influence dragons. Back to How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons. It's a DD 5e actual play for Curio. I'm your Saturday morning waffle boy and dungeon master, Ben McAllister. I'm your sleepy boy, Jackson Newsett. I'm a regular boy, Thomas Owen. That's regular boy, I would say. Like, that's probably the most apt description of you I've encountered. I'm slightly undigested waffle, Grace Chapel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so, you not, not even human at this point. Yeah, she's mostly waffle. She's <laughs> yeah. more waffle than that. <laughs> what you phrase it, it's like you were the yeah, waffle. Yeah, I realised yeah. that after, but yeah. it's okay. we're going to write it Gra- now. Grace no. is a bit of chewed up waffle. That's <laughs> yeah. what we've all got to come to. This whole time you've been listening to this podcast, you thought we were playing like three guys and a girl. It's actually three guys and a waffle. And a slightly <laughs> undigested yeah. waffle. Yeah, so to clarify, it's Saturday morning. And last time we recorded on Friday night, this time we're recording Saturday morning. It's not the next Saturday morning. Yeah. Uh, just you know, we're not time fooling again. Yeah. We have um, been on a bender the, the yeah, whole time, though. So, exactly. You know, Non-stop bender. Right, but no, right, we, all, we right. all decided we were going to have a nice little cute waffle breakfast together before we recorded this show. And we've all just done that. So we're all full up on syrup and waffles. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys. Well, Jackson didn't eat any. Yeah. But I had put in that lean last night. So yeah. I'm still <laughs> up on that syrup. What? Jackson's still rolling from lean. Yeah. It's, dude, that was really funny. Yeah. What that is was it? an underappreciated lean. joke. Lean, lean is like codeine and alcohol. It's like syrup. Oh, syrup. Right, right, right. We're talking about waffles and syrup. Fuck. That was that was a really funny yeah, joke. That's okay. That that's completely all right. Don't worry about it. Pearls before swine, Jackson. Honestly. I think we've been fucking around for long enough. Yeah. And I'm going to do a little recap. All right. When we last left our heroes, they'd arrived in Sanctuary and been welcomed into the community by Hasselback, the chief priest of the settlement. During the welcome feast, Tresilia gleaned that the inner sanctum of the church contained a secret library, which may hold information on the mysterious Sine that the party wished to track down. Unfortunately for our heroes, Hasselback informed them that only those who have proven themselves devoted to their goddess Gliada are allowed entry to the inner sanctum. However, he also told them that there might be something they can do to prove their devotion. Hasselback informed the adventurers of a nearby temple which contains a fountain that gives forth enchanted water. This water, when properly processed by the brothers and sisters of Sanctuary, can become a powerful restorative known as Sanctuary Cider. Hasselback requested that the party venture into the temple and retrieve a large quantity of the water before they could be allowed access to the library's hidden knowledge. The hiccup is that the temple contains magical defenses and is a gauntlet of sorts designed for three people to prove themselves worthy. Our heroes set out in pursuit of this temple and upon arrival engaged in combat with a large automaton made of stone that guarded the entrance. After defeating it, they solved a puzzle at the entrance which unlocked the main door. 
They now have only two hours to brave the temple's challenges before the doors seal shut for months, committing our heroes to an unknown fate. That brings us to right now. So do we do we barrel in? Is that like launch launch point running through the door? Yeah, I mean you certainly can. It's up to you guys. Yeah, I mean I think let's. We had such fierce momentum at the end. Yeah, well, I think um, the, the, the whole like two-hour limit thing. Yeah, that Joni now knows about. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> took his things out of his long enough for his yeah. friends to tell him. Yeah, yeah. Drazilia is still invisible. Yeah, yeah that's which is oh, yeah. pretty neat. But Very you guys neat. know. Yes. 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 Yeah. 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 So, but we have forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I've ruled that you can speak uh, with just regular invisibility. I don't know if that's true. I haven't looked it up. I think I, it is true. I don't want to. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, so if I take this correctly, you guys are all running down the... Well, I should tell you what you see behind the door. Mm. There's like a, a, a circular, I guess, cylindrical stone passageway with like a staircase and it's going down into this like plateau, this rocky plateau that this hemisphere of stone is sitting on top of. Let's get to it. Okay. Yep. You guys descend, these stairs probably go down for maybe like 50 meters or so, like down at an angle into the plateau, and then you arrive in another small cylindrical chamber. This one seems to be now lit by some glass panels in the ceiling that are showing some different uh, lights shining through. So I guess you'd say it's probably like... It would probably qualify as well lit, but it's kind of like colored lights lit. What and, colors? Uh, different colors. Red, green, and blue. Man, when you said it, like this room is like really lit, I just imagine all these like, little spooky skeletons having, yeah. like, having a little bit of a party. Well, there's also like glowing party lights, so yeah. I suppose you could qualify <laughs> it as pretty lit. So, we, you guys arrive in this little room, and on the floor in the center of the room is like a hatch. Like a metal hatch. What's the number on it? Uh, yeah, it's one of the last numbers up, and um, there's there's no numbers on it. It's just like a co- it's it's actually polished copper, and you see like so like on the on the far side of it from you guys coming down in, from the stairs, there's like the hinge that it, it folds back up on, and then arranged around the front of it are like three clamps that are holding the hatch down, and you can see keyholes on these three clamps. Also in the room are three passageways. One directly opposite the door you came in, one off to the left, and one off to the right. And the passageways have metal doors of their own covering them, and you can see circular metal plates uh, sitting on the floor in front of the doors. I'm going to say, now that you all know to look out for it, you can feel some magical radiative energy coming off your notebook. Yeah, you know I was going to sleep on that a second time. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Get that open. Okay, you open it up, you flip back to the same page, and you see that, sure enough, there's been another section of text that's revealed itself in Valeria's handwriting. And the section reads as follows. First challenge, and then underneath that is written, There are many ways to take on the challenges of life, and all are valid. Though you may walk your path alone, you're not truly alone if you have friends. That's what... That's beautiful, dude. That's what you see. So, I don't know. Can you... Do you guys want to take some perception checks? I think... I'm going to roll for heart. We should all go stand on one of the little pads, <clears throat> and it'll open our individual passageways, but we'll technically be together. Somehow. I mean... Do you want a possession check first, or just die straight in? <laughs> Let's die straight in. <laughs> hey. I should heal. Okay. I'm only on 20... Okay, we, you, look, you have one of those uh, potions that you pilfered. <laughs> should I have a potion, or should we have a short rest? I mean, we don't have time! Hours. Oh, shit, yeah, fuck! I will have a potion. You have a potion, me and Jody are going to look around. Yeah. I got 17. I regained 8 hit points. Nice. Uh, 
16 for me. Okay. With both of those, you can see uh, things that, if you looked around, you may have well seen anyway. Above each of the doorways, there's a symbol. And next to each of the doorways, uh, there's like a little alcove recessed into the wall that has something sitting on it. And you see different things on each little alcove. But the, the symbols I'll get to above each door, one of them is like a muscular arm. One of them is like a picture of like, you know, like a, a walk, don't walk sign. It's like the walk symbol, but they've got like speed lines. Like it looks like a little running person. And one of them is a person like sort of like crouching with their arms out. Looks like they're like sneaking about. This is at each door. Yeah, one's above each door. Well, I need to stand at the muscular arm one. Uh-huh. I am the fa- fast. I, um, yeah, J- Jody's the fastest. Yeah. What was it? Are crawling. You, like, like sneaking. Sneaking. Do either of you have sneak? No, I'm terrible dexterity. Um, well, you're going to die. Um, De- Jody's got sneak. I'm, I'm great at de- dexterity, yeah. I also just, have like 10 feet on you. Just so want to point sneak. out something that you guys may not have realized. Jazilia is invisible right now. Hey, I'm the sneakiest girl out. <laughs> it is easy Very to forget because we can see the waffle sitting next to us. Yes. Um, did you say slightly chewed waffle? Did yeah. you say there were uh, like objects in, in the, into the door? Yes. Yeah. I think Jody wants to have a look at. Wait, do you go to anyone in particular? I mean, I guess the one where that speed sign is. Where the yeah. speed door is, yeah. yeah. So, okay, cool. You you walk up to the little alcove, and as, as you stand as you stand on the circular plate, the door, like, slides to the sign, and you can see behind it, there's a red wall of energy, like a magical force field. And you reach into the little alcove, and you find, bundled up, a little pendant with a red gem in it. I think I... Put it on. Yeah, you yeah. can put it on around your neck or around your wrist or wherever you want. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the sneak semicircle. The same thing happens as soon as you step on the circle, the yep. door opens. But this time there is a green uh, magical force field beyond the metal door and a little green gem in a green pendant. Can I go find the blue one? Yeah, that's right. Nice. I go to the strongman door. Yeah, you go to the strongman door and the door slides out of the way. And sure enough, there's like a blue force field and a little blue gem in the blue pendant. Should I put it on. Put them on at the same time? Yeah, I've already put mine on. Yeah. Uh, We've so already got them on. I will say, as you guys put on the pendants, you realize suddenly that you can telepathically communicate <gasps> whilst wearing these different colored gems. Not really alone while you have friends. That's, that's exactly right. So Jody takes his off after the no, that was, that was, that was, no, it's off. He crushes it. Yeah, like, throws it you, you put it on and Duncan's Dun just singing in his head like the Batman theme song. Yeah. Just you loudly know, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know that's what it is the entire time. It's just like, it never stops. I think, I think. That's what's always going on in Duncan's I think, I think, I think Druzzy and Jody like take a negative two to like perception. As long as we can hear so loud. It's just like, you're running around Oh, that's really Well, that and like every time there's like a new little bit of stonework, he's like, oh, yeah. What do you reckon? Oh, pretty good. Yeah, he's like raiding every bit of stonework he comes across. Yeah. Uh, cool. So no, I want to. I want to qualify. You can't read each other's minds. You can send like messages yeah. telepathically. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. But yeah. is he sending us? Yeah. got to mean he starts broadcasting yeah. the Duncan Batman. Song. I'm, not, I'm not opening those messages. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're all just sitting up. They're all, they're all, they're all sitting on. Scene. You're getting all of those notes. You're yeah. leaving him on red. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I think 
Should we walk uh, through? Yeah, start yeah, walking let's do through. It. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you guys each walk towards your respective force fields, they seem to interact with the gems that you're wearing and you are able to pass through them. So we're going to have a little split screen action here. Who wants to go first? It totally doesn't matter. Um, I'll, I'll go the fast one. Yeah. yeah. And, and I want to clarify that whilst this is happening, of course, you can all chip in on each other's different uh, little <gasps> nice. challenges here because you can all communicate telepathically. Oh, it'd be great. Well, you need to tell us what's happening. Yeah. Yep. As you walk through the red passageway, mm. was the one that you were standing in front mm. of, you continue down this little stone tunnel for a little bit, and then you emerge into this incredibly well-lit room, and it's just like a straight corridor that extends in front of you. And the first thing that you can see is crossing the corridor every second or so is a huge swinging blade. Like, it just, like, swings through the corridor. And you can sort of see when it swings out of the corridor, beyond it, you can see a big pit in the ground. Uh, a bit further up the corridor. For what it's worth, I've got like a DC for getting past this thing in mind. Yep. I'm quite happy for you to apply whichever of your modifiers you want if you can justify to me why it is that one. So like if you want to make an acrobatics check or something, I want to know why it's yeah, yeah, acrobatics yeah. that's helping okay. you get through this thing. Uh, I cast Guidance on myself. Okay. Uh, and you better believe like like, a, like the most gleeful look on his face, yeah. Jody just like barreling for this and he's just going to try and like acrobatically like roll under this like... Okay, he's doing like, like a sweet commando roll. roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll allow an acrobatics check. Go ahead. 22. Oh, yeah, that, that passes the DC that I had set. So Jody like, springs forward, cat-like, and tucks into a roll, having timed it out perfectly. So just as the blade goes past, his like, head lands, and he rolls through it, and he emerges on the other side, and, and completely sticks the landing. Yeah, yeah. Does he uh, announce anything telepathically to his friends? Yeah, I think like I think like he literally like rolls like rolls down and then just like keeps going and be like he's at least like not stopping sort of oh, thing. Maintains and the momentum. Maintains the momentum and he's like just telepathically just kinda like swinging blade and then just like <laughs> so you just get that sort of thing. Nice. So yeah. then just get swinging blade. Okay. Yeah. So the next thing, and now that you're through, you can see that there are actually two pits in succession. Mm-hmm. And the first pit uh, that you're running up on, you don't have a lot of time to look at this because you're just sprinting. Yeah. Uh, you come you see that this pit is about twenty feet wide, but but in the pit, there are a few very thin, what look kind of like flexible poles sticking up out of the depths of the pit. It's like a, one of those like ninja run along the poles type oh, type joints. Dude, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Jody's just, just like, like running straight into it. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make me a check. Athletics yeah, yeah. or acrobatics. Um, well, I, I'll I cast guidance again, essentially. Yeah, like, as I'm yeah, running, yeah. I, I can okay. do that. Um, Use deception. <laughs> Use deception on the poles? Yeah. Yeah. Convince them that you... That was going to be better. That's 17 plus 6 is 23. And uh-huh. my bless, uh, 25. Oh, yeah. Jody just, like, fucking, like, quick foots it across these, like, four poles in succession. Like, he doesn't even... It doesn't even... They don't even really yeah. bend much. And then he lands on the other side of these poles. And I guess he's still running. Uh, yeah. For what's worth, like, Jody is, like, I think <laughs> laughing at this point. Yeah, in like, his brain? Yeah. Just, like, screaming with joy? What, yeah, like... like probably accidentally like send, like not intending to really to like send it through but it's just like so hyped up you like you just get I think these guys are just getting bits of Jody just kind of like laughing and that sort of thing yeah um, just nice. like pure joy essentially okay um, yeah um, I'm gonna call that are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what's happening to Drazilia at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But let's let's continue on here. So Jody's running up on the final pit in this corridor, and he sees that it's, a, it's about 20 feet wide again, mm-hmm. and hanging from the roof in the center, 10 feet in the middle of the pit, is like a rope. Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's like 30 feet deep. 
Yeah, so I, I want like Jody to like, I, I can make like a 10 feet sort of thing. Uh huh. Um, because that's your strength score. Yep. So yeah. With the run up that you've got. Yes, yeah, so yeah. Jody just like sort of like barrels straight into it, yep. grabs a rope like, with like Josh one the hand. Jungle's and then, like, yeah. yeah. Jo- with one hand. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Make, make me a dex check for this one handed rope grab. Uh, oof. Not good. <laughs> no. What'd you get? I, I failed. Okay, so I'll say that because Jody has momentum carrying him forward, uh, he, he tries to grab the rope one-handed, he swings forward a little bit, his grip slips, and he, like, comes down, like, chest and arms, like, on the other side of the pit, and make, like, another dex, a dex save for me to try and grab the side of the pit here. 21. Okay, so with the 21, Jody grabs the other side of the pit with his arms as he's falling and can hoist himself back up. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, Jody's just, like, sitting on the edge of the pit now, just kind of, like, like, just chuckling to himself. Yeah. And just, like... Yeah, very good. Very feeling alive. Okay, so just sitting sitting on the pit? I, I think for, like, six seconds, essentially, just kind of, like, take, like just mm-hmm. stops for uh, mm-hmm. a round. He's, like, to enjoy himself. Yeah, stops for just a round, if you will. A little pit stop? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. like, carries on. So we've had Jody complete his life's ambition at yeah. such a young age. <laughs> Uh, stunt obstacle course. Yeah. So, okay, on the, on the far side of the pit, you run up against a, like, polished copper wall, like you've seen before, and recessed into it uh, is a little chamber that's maybe, like, 30 centimetres by 30 centimetres by 30 centimetres deep, and in the back of the chamber, there's, like, a little flap that you can pick up. When you pick up the little flap, you can see that there's, like, a chute behind it, and above the little flap, there is a little slot and the slot with a little bit of puzzling you notice is the same shape as the gem on the pendant that you're currently wearing cool that probably took about 20 seconds yes. compared to like how some of these other things might yes, take yes, so yes. i'll say jody's arrived and i guess he just hangs out there for a while yeah he's, the, he's just like running up and down the walls and that sort of thing just doing little flips like, yeah, yeah, yeah really yeah. really stoked on himself mm. all right who wants to go next i'll go next okay uh so when Trasilia walks through the green magical force field, she continues down her tunnel and then arrives at a wall and it turns left. And then after turning left for a little while, you can see like a turn off to the right and then light pouring in. Like, so there's like a, a space open on the right hand side. What do you want to do? Um, quick perception check. You want to like look around the corner? Yes. Sorry. Uh, 20. Okay. So I guess you, you, like, you're looking around the corner is the thing? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fantastic. So this is going to be uh, really interesting because Trasilia is invisible. So I imagine that uh, the bulk of this little puzzle is going to be frighteningly straightforward. So essentially, what you've got is it's like a big open space. So it's like a probably like a room that's maybe like thirty feet wide and maybe sixty feet long. And in the center of the ceiling, with your perception check, what you can see is, like, it looks like a little metal, like, half sphere tucked into the ceiling. And it has, like, a little um, disc on it that's, like, sliding around, sort of scanning around the room, almost like a security camera, yeah, like, yeah. looking around for, for something. And, and you notice, like, sticking out of the walls at kind of, like, head height and, you know, some a bit lower, all manner of, of different, like, barriers and, like, little shelters kind of carved out in this room. Uh, you can probably intuit that the idea is to, to try and sneak through this room without being observed by this, like, sensor on the roof. But, I mean, like, you've walked out into this little space now and the sensor's just, like, just moving around. Like, it just doesn't give it a It doesn't shit. pick me up. No, it, it doesn't. Uh, I'm just going to walk through then. Yes! Yeah, <laughs> just fucking, like, strolls through this room, like, walking around these little shelters and shit. I think, I think, because, like, if it's taking, like, 20 seconds at this point, yeah. he's, like, checking in, like, like, is it, is it all okay? Like... 
what's happening? <laughs> I'll just like send back my own chuckle. Like. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, so Drusilla walks through this room uh, and then, so there's like another little uh, corridor on the far side of, of this room of little uh, shelters and barricades. It turns to the right, back the way she went, and then turns back to the left and opens out into a, a larger space. And all around the uh, wall and the ceiling and the floor is not a force field, but like actual fire, like a big line of fire that kind of like runs along the floor and it's maybe like a few feet off the floor and then like up the walls and like down off the roof. It's just a big, a big wall of fire. All right. I'm going to try and jump through. You're just going to barrel straight through it? Yeah, I'm going to jump over. Okay, just going to barrel straight through. Go for it. Make an athletics check. <laughs> yeah, it's a nine. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm going to say, Julia goes to jump through this line of fire. She kind of, like, trips a little bit and makes it sort of through, but, like, she kind of, like, yelps out because she feels like she's about to be burned by some fire as she sort of, like, lands one leg still in the fire, one leg on the other side of it. But then it's kind of, like, half surprised to realize that it doesn't burn. And if she just kind of, like, plays around a little bit, uh, she comes to the conclusion that it is, in fact, an illusory line of fire. And uh. there's not a danger here. Man, the- get me the tapes for that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, an invisible dress, you're, like, jumping over, like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, of course. I forgot about the invisibility back yeah. there. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, 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 an, il- it's an illusory wall <laughs> of fire. There would be nothing on that tape. Yeah. <laughs> For an invisible person yeah. jumping through imaginary fire. Flames wouldn't even wrap around her shape yeah, fucking because the flames aren't real. The idea there was that you guys were going to like talk about it, maybe come to the conclusion that it might have been. Because like it, it's a weird thing for fire to do, like run up a wall and along a ceiling and down a wall. And like, I don't know, maybe take like a, a, a deeper investigation check or something and come to the conclusion that it was not real. Instead, Jazzy's just like, fuck it. I'm going to jump through this fucking wall of fire. Jazzy's not really one to ask for help. Yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> I think we fun. maybe maybe this is a lesson for the team so far. I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, but maybe we can be a bit better about teamwork as yeah. a as a party. Given that I think the three of us are all pretty like, let's just barrel ahead <laughs> by ourselves. So uh, yep. So on the other side of this wall of fire, the corridor that you're in opens out into a little room, and you see a similar thing to what uh, Jody's seen. You see this copper wall with like a recess in it, and then there's a slot, uh, the same sort of thing, and there's a little like slot for the gem that you've got, and a little shoot. Uh, you don't know what is in it. We'll cut over to my boy, Duncan. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going on in Duncan's head. So, Duncan. Where? That's the music, right? When it, like, swaps. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to get, like, Biff, sock yeah, every yeah, time yeah. Duncan right. does any damage. Yeah. yeah. Neat. Duncan, uh, the corridor that you go through as you pass through the blue wall with the blue gem, mm. you come through a corridor that starts stepping back upwards. And so... Stonework? Yeah, stone stairs. What do I know about stones with a 15... 14, sorry. With my intelligence. <laughs> um, they're very well cut. They don't look like rough hewn. Cool, cool, cool. So you, you progress up these, these well cut stone stairs and after a while the like walls that you are on either side of you kind of fall away and the staircase continues and you find yourself in a large space. It's like a cylinder that extends up above you and down below you. And the stairs continue up over like darkness underneath. And then in the center of this space, there is a platform 
that's probably about 30 feet in diameter, like a circular platform. And then there's maybe like 10 feet out to the walls on either side of this platform. And on the other side of the platform, there's like a walkway that extends to, you can see a copper wall similar to the walls that these guys, like a little section of the wall on the other side of this walkway. So like side side profile, you'd have like the stairs coming up and then like a flat section, which is the platform. And then a walkway that continues to like the wall on the other side of the walkway. Can I just like look around a little bit, see if I can see anything? Before you walk up the stairs onto yeah, the platform? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so do you want to take a perception check? <laughs> um, six. Okay. Uh, okay, also what, what you can see uh, is... <laughs> so you're in like a cylinder that's maybe like 40, 50 feet high and maybe like 40 feet in diameter. So that there's this central uh, platform that's about 30 feet in diameter. And so then it's got like a gap on either side to the outer wall. And then there's like 20 feet below it and some space up above it. And it's it's lit by what look like spotlights, like shining down onto this central platform. Interesting. Well, I will, with my sword at the ready, move out onto the platform. Okay, you step onto the platform. You can't really see the ceiling of this space because of the spotlights that are up there. But you hear something open and a mechanical contraption uh, is roughly humanoid in shape, falls and lands on the other side of the platform opposite the walkway. Can I get you to roll initiative? Yeah. 13 for initiative. Okay, cool. So to give you an idea, this thing kind of looks like, um, in my mind, this thing kind of looks like, uh, you know the like the, the Roger Roger droids? Um, yeah. from, from Star Wars. The, the battle droid. Yeah, yeah. He kind of looks like Roger, one of those, Roger. but like a little bit beefier. And like instead a super of, battle droid? Yeah. But like instead of arms... Watch those wrist rockets. Yeah. <laughs> instead of arms, he's got wrist rockets. <laughs> yeah. No, instead, we can't have wrist rockets instead of arms. Yeah. You need an arm to have a wrist. <laughs> he's just got big old He can't launch it off. He's just like trying to hit super with his giant rocket. Yeah, giant rockets. Oh, well, like essentially that. In my mind, yeah, this that's guy, canon now. I yeah. Mean. Instead yeah. of having instead of having arms, he's got just like big metal shields. But if you prefer to visualize them, big as, metal shields. Yeah. If you prefer to visualize them as just rockets, be my guest. <laughs> I see. I see. Okay. So. Uh, this <laughs> super battle droid with big shields charged at you and goes, oh, Roger, Roger, I guess. <laughs> he tries to hit you with one of his big shield arms. Uh, does 20 hit you? It sure does, yeah. Yeah, and okay, cool. Uh, you take all damage. <laughs> yeah, you take all damage. It's wrist rocks. No, you take, you take five bludgeoning damage and... Can I get you five to... explosive damage? Yeah, no, from the rockets. Yeah, <laughs> and can I get you to make a strength check for me? I roll a natural twenty on my strength check. Oh damn! Okay, so I'm gonna say you take this five bludgeoning damage, and like he goes to like kind of like try and push you back down the stairs that you're on with this shield, but because of your nat twenty, you kind of brace and actually shove him back a little bit. So how close is he to the edge? I mean, he charged all the way over to where you are, and so now he's probably, I don't know, 10 or 15 away from the edge. If he's, is he near the start of where the stairs join the platform? Because if it's a circular platform, yeah. then if I can get onto a different side of him, yeah. he's like right next to an edge. Yeah, totally. I'm, 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 I'm telling you, he's probably about 10 feet away from the edge. Cool, cool, cool. I, I will circle around to put him between me and the edge of the platform that he's closest to. Uh-huh. And then... I will make a shove attack. Um, How do I resolve that? So, using the attack action, you can make a special melee attack to shove a creature. Uh, basically, I make a strength check. He can make strength or dexterity, mm-hmm. and it's a contested check. Mm-hmm. And if I win, I can either knock him prone or push it five feet away from me. Great. Here we go with strength this contested check. Whoa. 
Um, mine is uh, 16 total. Yeah, you, you beat him. So you can shove this dude back five feet. And then I'm going to use my action surge. Hey! <laughs> action surging it. And I'm going to shove him again. Yeah, go for it. Strength contest. Oh, God. I got six. Yeah, he got 18. So. <laughs> <laughs> he survives your second shove. And you're now perilously close to an edge. Uh, but he is between me. Yes, but he can circle around you without provoking an attack of opportunity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he now does. Oh, and he's no. on the other side of you. First thing he does is try and bludgeon you with one of his big shield arms. Does 16 hit your AC? He does, yeah. Okay. Just. You take six bludgeoning damage. Oh. And can I get you to make a strength save for Down me? to 17 health. Oh. Okay, make a strength save for me. 14. Yeah, okay. You, you save. Against oh. his shove. So now, yeah, now he's essentially like in front of you, quite close to the edge, so it's your turn. You can circle around him and try your shove again. Okay, so I'm now... Because he was between me and the edge. Yep. Which means that... I'm going to say if you get a good shove in on this guy... Uh, if I circle around, yeah, and, and one shove... I'm going to say you can probably get him off with a good shove. Okay. Uh, depending on how good your check is. Okay, and, okay. Uh, but yeah, go ahead and make a, make a shove. Yeah, I'll circle around again yep. and I'll make make another shove. Make another shove. I'm trying to think if there's a way for me to use my superiority die, but neither Menace, oh, Precision, nor Riposte are really going to... Anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and shove him. Here we go. Yep. Oh, that is uh, 18 plus my strength mod is 3, is 21. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good shove. And it totally beats his fucking check to contest it. So I'm going to say that, yeah, with that nice 21, Duncan is able to, like, grab a hold of this guy's sort of shield on either side and give him, like, a, a hefty shove. And he goes falling off the side of the thing and gets a deck save to try and grab on critically fails. So, <laughs> this little robot man goes like flying backwards off this little platform and uh, you see it fall like 20 feet and I mean it doesn't actually matter how much damage it takes but it's an automaton and it deactivates having been thrown out of the circle. So Dope. yeah. You're um, gonna have to do better than that Joker. <laughs> Oh, dude, I love this. If that's not the title of this episode, <laughs> I don't know what will be. I think at this point, Drazilia's like, what's going on, guys? Are you um, at the end of the tunnel? I've beaten a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Jody say anything? No, I think Jody's just like flipping around sort of thing. <laughs> Jesus. Like, he just loves uh, Jody, Jody, are you there? Are you alive? Yes, I, I'm fine. I'm a little busy, but I'm fine. <laughs> it's just like literally just like running up the wall and like flipping and that sort of thing. All right. <laughs> I'm going to walk up to the wall now. Yep. Can you run me through again? Because I didn't quite follow. Okay. So like so it's the, the, the platform, on the other side of the platform, there's a walkway, which mm-hmm. is probably like 10 feet wide. Yeah. And it extends up to the stone wall that makes up like the mm-hmm. wall of the yeah, cylinder yeah, yeah. that this whole thing is taking place in. And then there's just like a panel, like a big copper panel in mm-hmm. this cylinder. And recessed into it is like a little chamber. Yeah. And inside the chamber, there's a flap that like open, like if you pick it up, you can see there's like a chute behind it mm-hmm. and a slot above the flap. Picture like a gumball machine. I'm seeing it now. I think like Jody comes in over like over the radio. Yeah, 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 over the channel. Like, uh, so are the two of you at the end now? I are am. We, yep. What, what do you see? I see a uh, slot and the uh, way I see it, only one thing to do with the slot. <sighs> <sighs> Uh, Jody jumps down the pit and kills him. <laughs> <laughs> Just throws himself off. And he's out of the adventure. Yeah, that's it for Jodes. Yeah. Wow. That's a shame. So, what do you guys want to do? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> the slot I... looks like 
it'd fit our uh, pendants. And there's a flap as well. Is it all the same for all of us? Yes. Yes. Also, we are not alone. <laughs> That's the vibe I'm feeling. <laughs> I feel very close to the two of you. Yeah. Should Can we do it? Put the pendants in. Mm. Or should one of us do it first and see whether? Or same not... time. Same time. Same time. Same time. But what if? I mean, same time. Same time. Jody, same I guess Jody's already doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like counting down, like yeah. three, three, two, two don't do it. one. Okay. Oh, so you both put your pendants <sighs> in. Uh, and Duncan can't hear any of what happens next. In fact, none of you can hear any of what happens next in each other's chambers because now there's no telepathic connection. Uh, but in... So it goes, it goes radio silent. It literally just goes silent. Well, then in that case, I'll be like, guys, yeah, guys, it's, it's and good. when I get nothing, I'm like, well, okay, I have no choice now, yeah. and I'll put mine in as well. Okay, okay, <laughs> fine. So... I mean, like, I could have delayed, but that just complicates everything that happens next. No, I mean, my, it, my it thing totally was like, doesn't if you don't want to. Like, you don't have to put the thing in the slot. Yeah. No, but I mean, I kind of do in the situation I'm in. I, mean, I was holding off in case, like, it was somehow obvious that they died. But if it, it goes radio... So I mean, I just, well, I mean... Well, no, I was trying to talk about taking off the telepathic communication device. Yeah, I didn't think about it. At what point is it going to be obvious? Like, Yeah, you just hear... I guess that's them. Like, big explosions. Yeah, did I hear big explosions? No. Was it clear that, like, the Joker had given me the wrong address? Yeah, that's right. No, it was Harvey Dent. So, okay, so what all three of you see is as you put the gems into the slots, you hear, like, whirring going on behind the copper wall. Some, like, whirring and clanging. And then... The chute pops open and a little key clatters down the chute and lands in the little coffer recess in all three of your different chambers. Dope. So... I grab the key. Yeah. As do I. I will also note, uh, Jody, that in your chamber... So, yeah, I guess in Duncan's chamber, there's no danger present on the walk back through out of the chamber. In in Jody's chamber, uh, the swinging blade has, like, retracted and stopped and, like... Stone slabs have come out and slid covering the pits. Jody races the stone slabs. <laughs> we just want to just have a plain walkway. So, oh, they, so, he, so as soon as they start retracting, he's like running to try and like, to try and get there yeah. before they close over. Yeah, so I, I think can... at a certain point it's a moot. But like, yeah, exactly. Trying. He tries at least to, yeah. to do the stunt track again. Yeah. And uh, as Drazilia walks back out, I mean, it's moot because she's invisible. But you notice that the little like camera sensor thing has just stopped whirring around. It's it's cool. just. It's ceased. And, uh, yeah, the three of you can meet back in that central chamber. Um, the also walls of magical energy are, are gone now. And there's, like, this big metal hatch in the center of the room with the three clamps holding it down and the three locks. And how much time has passed? Um, probably something like five minutes. Oh, nice. Going ahead of schedule. Um, mm. I think Jody just, like, turns and is like, I just want to say this has been one of the best days of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and Drazilia says, I'm actually over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice prank. Yeah, yeah. Nice prank. Oh, I love pranks. So, uh, what do you guys want to do? Let's undo the locks. Yep. Fantastic. Yep. So, you all slide your keys into the locks. You probably have to spend a couple of minutes like jingling around trying to find which key yeah. fits which lock because oh, yeah. you don't know. Uh, but sure enough, they all fit one of them, and they turn. And these like you hear these like like clanks as like these these um clamps are like disengaged and then you can pick up this really heavy copper hatch. As you do, you see that I bet you'll want me to make a really impressive strength check for that. Oh yeah, go ahead. Fifteen is very impressive. Fifteen. Wow, dude. So yeah. as the hatch slides, remember this is like multicolored lights in this room. You see some ladders leading down. When you think about it, like like I don't want to get hung up on the suggestions you're making, but you look at like the features and trays that Duncan has. 
Did you say trays? Yeah, he, that's he, the correct the many tra- pronunciation of the word. The many tray. Oh my god, not this again! Oh. No, oh my god, we're about to go deep. Oh. It is so not. It is. No, it's not. It is. This is going to be another Camry moment. I hate oh it. I hate it. I hate it. Look it up. I'm looking it up. Trays, American traits. See, so, so it's both. I mean, no, the American, the American is traits. Is yeah. traits, and so trait is the Americanized. Trace pronunciation in English from the Cambridge Dictionary. I think we'll all agree yep. that this is, this is correct. Now, that wasn't from Cambridge. That was from just a YouTube video. This is how it's pronounced in the UK, according to the Cambridge Dictionary from the Cambridge University Press. Trait. Ooh. Trait. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Get fucked. Trait. 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 That is not, like, straightforward. Trait. 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 Somewhere like you can't, you can't suggest. And here's the US pronunciation. Here's the US pronunciation. Trait, trait, trait. Different. I see the trait, 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 trait. That's weird. Um. So here's um here's Oxford dictionary. Tray. Ooh. It's not. Wait, wait, wait. Then there's another one. Trait. So it sounds like it sounds like there are. It sounds like both of there is contention in probably okay. every nation then. Yeah, well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. A little bit of English yeah. language history for you here <laughs> on How to Win, Loot, and Influence Dragons. I know what side I'm on. Hey everybody, it's me, your friendly Dungeon Master. Just wanted to run through a few things in the middle of the show here. Firstly, thanks as always for listening. You all rock and it means so much to us that you enjoy the thing we make. Please get in touch on some kind of social media, we're on most of it, to search for Curio Network or HTW Laid. If you tweet or Facebook about us, we might shout you out on the show. Which brings me to the next thing. Today, we have a different kind of shout out to do. I want to talk to you about a studio called Boxcat Games. We first found these guys when looking for music for this very show. The really, really fantastic intro music for our show is a piece composed by Boxcat. Cat games. It's called Inspiration, and it's off the soundtrack to an iOS RPG they made called Nameless the Hackers RPG. It's a game where you join a hacking group called Nameless and do a bunch of jobs with them. It looks like a lot of fun. In addition to that, a bunch of guys from Boxcat have gone on to work on a new game on the PlayStation Store called Fallen Legion. It's a more traditional sort of hack and slash RPG where you control four characters at once. Just having a look at it, the artwork looks amazing and the game looks great too. We love these guys for letting us use their music, so please go check out their stuff if that sounds interesting to you. You can find at fallenlegiongame.com and if you want details for any of the other cool music we have on the show you can find all the details in the show notes anyway I won't take up any more of your time enjoy the show so you guys open up this hatch in the floor and you can see some ladders leading down into darkness Uh, do we have a torch? so say the the darkness extends down for a bit but then you can see at the bottom like it opens up into light and those of you who have dark vision can see it's just like yeah ladders lead down and then there's like a drop like a short drop not one that you feel like you take damage from. You're going to climb, climb down these ladders and you'll just hang and drop down onto, like, the, the room below. How, how like, far down do you reckon it is? Uh, I'm going to say, like, maybe 20 feet. Yeah. Um, Jody just jumps. Okay, <laughs> Jody just jumps. Um, and I guess uses that monk slow yeah. fall, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'll 20 just feet. wait and so see what happens. You're going to take 2d6 damage. I, I'm, I'm safe for We should have sent you first. Okay, so you would take... And you could have scouted for it. So Jody would yeah. take 10 <laughs> falling damage. But because of his slow fall ability... He just doesn't take any damage at all. Yep. Jody just lands fucking all cool. This is really a, a Jody-centric experience. Do you, so like, far. land and roll? Do you roll out of the... I'm pretty sure I just, like... Or do you do the superhero landing? Yeah, it's like a yeah. superhero landing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like, mint. dropping down, like, both stuff in hand, just, like, ready. Yeah. I, I shout down the whole, Jody, what do you Spanish eyes see? Uh, uh, what a callback. I, I roll perception. Yeah. 
not a great role. I'll be, I'll be honest. Uh, it's a nine. But <laughs> okay. And you're also you have no dark vision. No, there's there's light, there's light in this room. room. Okay. This room is lit, kind of like uh, yeah. the previous room. <laughs> yeah, but it's not as lit as the previous room. It's not multicolored lights. It's just um, there's light in the room. Great. Yeah. You know, just like this is me. Uh, just really, I'm past it at this point. It's just a room. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck do you want from me? Yeah, it's a room, all right? It's a room. There's light in the room. <laughs> no. Is there um, an orc guarding a chest? Uh, no. So no, it's not just a random room. Uh, what what Jody finds himself in is like a sharp lined room rather than circular like the ones that you've been in before. It's almost like cubical in nature, like a cube. And three of the walls are, are they desk chairs. No, three of the walls are stone with um, discs of like polished copper, like set on the stone. And in the center of the room, there are three pillars, like copper rods, coming up out of the ground. And then uh, also protruding down from the ceiling such that there's like a gap. So there's like three pillars coming down from the ceiling and three pillars coming from the ground. And they leave like an air gap that's maybe like, you know, 30 centimeters between each one. And between uh, one of the pillars, like the two sections of pillars, there's like a, a column of red light. Between another one, there's a column of green light. Between the last one, there's a column of blue light. And the fourth wall out of this uh, four walled chamber is a large magical barrier. Similar to the magical barriers that you saw before, but this magical barrier is like crackling and white. And on the ceiling above the magical barrier, you can see a gem uh, and it's clear, like a clear crystal. Interesting. Um, I think Jody uh, like looks up and is just kind of like, Drazi, we should probably look at the, the journal again when you get down here. Uh, Duncan, are you, are you feeling 100% or? No, I was actually uh, going to say just before you jump down the pit. Uh, that I need some healing. I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, I'm in a very exciting mood at the moment. <laughs> yes, I uh, I did notice that. Yeah. Well, perhaps you can um, take some time and you know sort yourself out, and then we can uh, focus on the uh, this mind puzzle. I mean, all right. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll um, come down the ladder, start having a look at things, and I'll probably also just use my second wind. Yeah, cool. I love the idea of, like, second wind to heal up in, like, a non-combat scenario. Because it just means that Duncan's basically just like... just, like, powers up for a second. And then he's like, all right, I'm good to go. And his skin just gets a bit brighter. Yeah. yeah. How'd you do? That is six on my D10. It's then plus my level, so that's 10 all up, which puts me on to 27. It's not terrible, but 27's pretty good. How many more party potions do we have? Uh, I believe you've got, like, one 24 plus 2 healing potion and also three sanctuary ciders. Cool. So I'm going to climb down the ladder as well mm-hmm. into the pit. Uh-huh. Does anyone mind if I have the other potion? It does not bother me at all. Like, J- Jody's cool. My potion? <laughs> <laughs> is that, that is what you're true, asking? Yeah. Can, do you have anything to barter? <laughs> mm. I, I could probably be point. persuaded if you wanted to break up a slice. <laughs> what? 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 Do a persuasion check. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. What does break off the slice mean? Break us off the slice. Yeah. Sweet oh, to me. What? I do not think that's what, what that means. <laughs> what does it mean? I think, I think the way you said it, it sounded like, I can be persuaded if you uh, break me off a slice of that dumb gun. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, that's like... I, I thought Drozzy was like... That's really what that uh, sounded like. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's fucking... You've had a second wind. Let's, uh... <laughs> yeah. I roll 16. Um, this is persuasion, by the way, what I'm, what I'm doing at the moment. I'm all like, hey, reckon I could use your potion? Can I do a charisma save? Man, what happened to you? You can, yeah. 
I mean, you can just decide not to give it to him. It's entirely up to you. You don't need to... Oh, I'm going to have to give it to you because I rolled a two. What <laughs> <laughs> so like, PvP charisma like, game mechanics, like, mechanics-wise, is maybe like, warming up to Duncan a little yeah. bit. Well. Yeah, this goes like so contrary to my understanding of Drazilia as a character yeah, that she's I just know. been convinced to give away yeah. a potion. Nice. Okay, I'm going to drink yeah. it before anyone second guesses this. Double ones! Nice. Thanks for so wasting our healing. Yeah. yeah. So what do you want? Thirty-one. Yeah. Oh, you'll be fine. You got a nice brain. I was really numbers. hoping. I was thinking you'd be like, you know, I'm the fighter here, and I need my strength for the coming up combat. Like, yeah, yeah, that's um, I mean, that's the obvious get, right? That's probably what I did say. I mean, by by right, I, I just roll a dice. I can't be as charismatic as some kind. Of course. So you guys are down in this room. I want. I want to say that. So that there's three walls. Each of the, the three stone walls has a plate of, like, polished copper on it. Oh, so it's a single plate in each wall. On each wall. And so there's three all up. And then there's this wall of, like, this crackling white energy, the crystal in the ceiling, and the three, like, pillars of light in between these rods. Uh, have we looked at the book again? Let's look no, at the book No, let's again. look at the book. Yep. You've not. If you check the book, you flip back, same page, you find that underneath a section that's now revealed itself labeled Challenge 2, it reads... To triumph over life's adversity, we must remember that we are stronger united than divided. Well, let's all three of us go push one of the plates. I feel like all three of us should stand under our pillar of light. I think it's like a 30 centimeter gap. I don't think yeah. there's anywhere to stand. Yeah, it's really. not like, so the, the light is like, so imagine that there's like a, imagine like a, a staff of copper coming up out of the ground and the 30 centimeters of air and then it meets the other staff of copper coming uh. down from the ceiling and in between there's like light energy crackling between these My two bad. Okay. Yeah, let's go look at the plates. Okay, everybody make investigation checks. 19. 13. Investigation is three. intelligence, so I'm actually 18. Okay, so I'm going to say with your 3 and with your 13, they kind of just like seem like, like regular old copper plates to you. Duncan uh, notices he's kind of like edging his fingers around the outside of it. He realizes that they don't push into the wall. You can actually instead pull them out of the wall. Uh, do you think Duncan does that? I pull it out. I want to say, by the way, these plates are, I'm going to say they're maybe like half a meter by half a meter. As Duncan pulls it out of the wall, uh, it slides right out. As it slides out of the wall. Just um, let him go. Just let him off. I said, I pull it out. And Grace was like. I just assumed that that's what you were doing. Because it's what you always do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. It's getting worse. As Duncan like edges around the sides of this plate and he pulls it out of the wall, as it comes a certain distance out of the wall, I'm going to say about 25 centimeters, little sort of cl- like uh, mechanical spindly arms pop out of the sides, little mechanical legs pop out of the bottom, and then the same thing happens on the other two walls. Everybody roll initiative. Oy. I love this. <sighs> Seven. Four. Thirteen. I'm taking these dice back. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here we are. The first person to act is Jody. What we've essentially got are these, like, little cube robot-type figures uh, that they have, like, as you now see, like, eyes pop open on, like, the front face of the cube. And now that they're sort of standing on the ground in front of you, there are wings on the back of the cubes. And the first person to act is Jody. You've got one of these cubes right in front of you. Um, so how close are the cubes together? I'm going to say, like, you could... They're, like, on the three different walls, like, the centre of the three different right. walls of this room. You could get to any of them with your move. But we are all... We were all together in front of one of them. Hey? No, no, no. You were on... I imagined you were on different walls. Oh, yeah, I think we, we said... Oh, did, I we, thought, did we say yeah, together, Yeah, because yeah, I oh. talked about all of us pushing a plate at once, and then we were like, yeah, let's investigate first. I was picturing us all at a single plate. Oh, I thought you meant each go to one individually. Maybe I did 
misinterpret and go off yeah, and, they they realize, by and they didn't know because I'm invisible yeah, yeah. You know, I like that I like that Brazilian's by herself That's invisible in front of this one and <laughs> So in the knowledge of that, Jody's going to try to sort of slam down for the three of us to come down on, on the one uh, robot, essentially. But do you know that I'm not there? No, no, you wouldn't know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, so, so in Jody's mind, we're all going to wail on this one robot yeah. like, real quick. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so like the one that pops out in front of me and Duncan, Jody just immediately cracks his bow staff into it, essentially. And that won't do it. Okay, um, cool. So the next person to act is the little robot that's in front of you. He makes two attacks, one on each of you with his robo fists. Oh, goodness. Uh, this is like at the same time. He just punches yeah. symmetrically out. Yeah, he's just like... Um, so first one for Duncan is a nat 20. And for Jody is a 15. Jody's cool. Okay, Jody's cool. Don't worry. It's just a little robot fist. So you're just going to take seven bludgeoning damage. <laughs> The, the next uh, of these little robots decide to try and shoot you guys with bows that pop out of compartments on their backs. The first one fires some arrows at Jody, and I guess 18 hits you? It does, yeah. So you're going to take one hit and four piercing damage. Cool. Um, Can you do that thing? 1d10 <laughs> plus wait, wait. dex mod plus monk level, so four piercing damage is fine. Jody catches the arrow. Oh, takes awesome. no damage. Takes and, no damage, and then sends it back the other way. It spends a key point. Yep, whips that arrow <laughs> back yeah. into the circle. Okay, twenty-one to hit. Yep, it sure does. And so, plus your dex mod, uh, seven damage. Fuck me. Okay, that's neat. And then the other one tries to fire some arrows at Duncan. Sixteen's Racy. Yep. 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 That's gonna be one. Nice. <laughs> one I guess he Duncan. <laughs> Sorry. I said I guess he Duncan. He hit you with one arrow. Oh, oh! <laughs> this multiple arrow shots. He right. like rapidly fires off like pew, pew, a couple he, arrows. Yeah, he definitely done can. Yeah, yeah. He, he done can. Um, yes, we done can. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Obama. Yeah, thanks, Obama, for this arrow shot <laughs> directly into my favorite dwarf, Australia's favorite dwarf. Uh, four piercing. Ouch! This is this is not fun. I don't like taking the damage. Next person to act is Donkey Khan. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to Donkey. <laughs> I'm going to greatsword the one that's next to us. Mm -hmm. I will actually power attack whilst also using my superiority precision attack. Can you do both? Yeah, because I mean, power attack is just like a choice for my attack. Yeah, that's true. Precision attack is an ability to augment that. What does that mean? So what it means is I get negative five to my to hit roll, but I get my D8 superiority die added to the hit roll. Nice. Fantastic. And then I'll get the um, bonus damage. All right, go ahead. So the D8's a 1, the roll was a 10, so that's 6 at the moment, then plus my 5 is 11, that's probably not going to do it. That's unfortunately not going to do it, Donkey Khan. Uh, yeah. And is that everything you can do this turn? I guess he done can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is all I'm going to do this turn. Cool, so next in the order is Drazilia. I'm going to cast Scorching Ray... One ray on each boy. Nice. You can split them up after they hit. So, like, if you kill one, you, know, oh, you can move sick. on. So, yeah, just make like three. so much damage. So, you're going to pop out of invisibility. <laughs> <I'll do it. laughs> I need your dice. You're going to pop out of invisibility. you got to you gotta make you got, attack you rolls. you got to roll for them, though. Make an attack roll with each ah. one. So, Drazilia, cast, first cast a Scorching Ray. So, I guess, which one are you attacking now? Because you're over next um, to one of them. I'm going to say you're next to the one that didn't fire an arrow. Yeah. 
the yes. furthest time. Wait, hang on. They've both fired arrows, yes. haven't they? Yeah. yeah. One, yep. of the, one of them was okay. hit. One of them you're actually the one that wasn't hit by the yeah, arrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... 18. Yeah, 18. 18 totally hits. And this is... Which one are you hitting? The new one. The one that's right next to you? Yep. Okay, great. Is 7 damage. He's still there. So I'll just... Should I hit him again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 19. Yep. 8 damage. Oh, nice. He's starting to look pretty pretty wanged up. Uh, 12. No, nah, that does not hit, but he's yeah. looking quite thoroughly wanged. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Such next a good jo- spell. Jody audibly screams, and yeah. like because he, he thought you were behind him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just and then all of a sudden, like out the corner of his eye, Jusilia just like pops up, shooting fire. Yeah, I want to paint this picture. Jusilia like, <laughs> like rockets back into existence and just yeah. fucking starts blasting rays out of her hands. Yeah. And this little cube, stra- the cube is shocked. I must, I must specify that he's like, oh no, <laughs> and he gets blasted oh, by these rays. Speak? It's canon now. I guess. Yeah, they can. Yeah, and uh, yeah, now it's it's, it's Jody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess I'm gonna <laughs> try use my uh, my yeah. stuff. It's a lot better. Uh, Fourteen plus six is twenty. Yep, that'll do it. It'll be twelve damage. Oh, neat. And then I'm gonna flurry of blows. Yeah, nice. So this so is on the one in front of you in Duncan. Yep, punched you both. Sixteen on the first one. That's a hit. Yep, and fifteen on the second. No, one. Okay, hit. so one hit. Nine damage, and I attempt to knock him prone. Okay, go right ahead. What happens? Um, the end of a deck save, right? Okay, and he's got to beat your save. Do you see? Fourteen. Fourteen. It is fourteen. So, so he, he does. He does save. Yeah. He's okay. not knocked prone. And next person acted the drones. So this drone that's in front of you guys is looking like very wanged up. Mm-hmm. To use my terminology <laughs> from before, of course, thoroughly wanged. Uh, and he again tries to punch the pair of you. First one for Duncan is a miss. Second one for Jody is fifteen. Also a miss. Okay. Also, when he misses me, I repost. Fantastic. Ah, oh, shit. I think this is not quite going to do it. Plus five, so it's actually 15. Dead. Okay, yeah. great. Well, that misses, unfortunately. So, uh, the next person to act is the other two drones. So, the one that's looking really wounded and next to Vizilia turns to her and is like, How could you? <laughs> and tries to punch her twice with his robot arms. Uh, and that's going to be a 14 and a 12. Um, the 14's gonna hit. Okay, three bludgeoning damage as this metal fist wangs you in the sternum, I'm gonna say. And... And the next thing that happens is the last one that you threw an arrow back at that's on the far side of the room from all of you fires an arrow, uh, at each of you. 19 to hit Duncan, and 22 to hit Jody. Well, uh, I'm afraid, yes, it will. Yes. Um, roll damage. So the one that hits Duncan hits him for another six piercing. Oh. And the one that hits Jody hits him for seven piercing. So your do. arrow I'll, catch mechanic. I'll be able to catch it. Okay. And, um, so what's the, what's the roll to catch the arrow? It is, I, I roll a d10 and then it's plus my dex and also my monk level. Oh man. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, 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 it, so no it is hard to hit me with arrows. Nice. Yeah. So Jody catches this arrow yet again. Are you going to whip it back? Uh, no, I'm just going to hang on. Okay. Yeah. You had a key point? So. Yeah. No, but like, okay. yeah, cool. I, can, I can do more. Okay, great. Uh, so now it's D- Donkey Khan. Donkey Khan is currently on 14 hit points. Yeah. Um, all three of the droids are still up, aren't they? Yeah, but the, like, the one next to Drazilia is looking pretty bad. This one in front of you is looking really bad, and the other one's also looking damaged. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a regular attack. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck it. I'm going to use a precision attack to try and finish him off. Okay, great. Uh, fuck. That's a three and a six. That's nine plus my five. Still only 14. Oh, my God. <laughs> This is terrible luck. I really do can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's getting nasty in here. All right. Uh, cool. So you're going to eternally regret ever saying Duncan. <laughs> yeah. So the next person to act is Brasilia. 
Alright, I'm going to use Magic Missile, because I still have three yeah. level one slots there. Neato. Uh, cool. So you're going to use Magic Missile. How are you distributing those bolts? If you Try. look around, like the one in front of you is looking like he's damaged, like he's what you, if he had blood and we were playing a previous edition of the game, would call bloodied. Uh... <laughs> And the one in front of these guys looks like it's, like, sputtering and shaking, like, trying to stay together. Do you reckon okay. like, oiled or, like, cogged or something? Yeah. Instead of bloody? Yeah. He's looking oiled. Nice. I'll go two on the guy in front of me and uh-huh. one on the boy yeah, very over good. there. Cool. Go for it. So the guy in front of you takes... Give me the total. Eight. Eight damage? Okay. Those bolts are enough to uh, pierce through his metal shell from each side, and he kind of, like, gets stabbed. You see, like, oil spill out, and he yells out uh, with his final uh, call. I guess he says... Uh, I don't know. Give me something. Oh, no. Yeah, I already did that one. <laughs> yeah. Ouchie, ouchie. Wait, wait, wait. No, even better. Ouch. Like an E.T. reference. Like nice, a very cool yeah. like E.T. when E.T. gets hurt. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, doesn't yeah. matter. So <laughs> he's dead. And then you don't even need to roll because this other guy's on one health. So Drazilia like spears this dude. Yeah, I crush him anyway. Throws the <laughs> bolts over. Yeah. This other guy like weaves in between the two of you and fucking crushes this droid. It's, a ma- um, it's max damage as well. So it's a big fat. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, a yeah. big fat dart that like hits this little drone. It like spears right through him from the front and uh, he collapses against the wall. And now there's only one drone left. And Thanks, it's, it's Jody's turn. Uh, sprinting full bore into the last one, uh-huh. uh, bringing down that Bosaf. Yeah, yeah. Gimme. 15. Won't do it. Well, that's okay. Next is an act is the drone, who now that you're in front of you, tries to punch you a couple of times with his hands. Oh, that's a 19 and a 23. Both will hit. Yeah, so Jody <laughs> is going to take eight bludgeoning damage. That's okay. Uh, as these two, like, little metal fists, like, crack into you. I'm going to say, like, these guys are pretty shortish, so I'm going to say they're pretty much gut shots. So I guess Jody seems unfazed only because he's doing some Harry Houdini stuff. And <laughs> the next person to act is Duncan. I will rush over there, and I'm going to... I've had a lot of bad luck. I'm mm-hmm. feeling good. Power attack? I'm going to risk the power attack. Yeah, dude. Okay, here we are. Give me that beautiful roll. That beautiful roll of fate. That's not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's an eight minus the five from power attack plus the five from my attack bonus. It's an eight. It's literally half of what I need to hit. Fantastic. Next act is Drazilia again. Uh, Okay. Yeah, can you sort us out, please? Yeah, she's already put two of them in the fucking wall. We need need some more of that DBS. (laughs) (laughs) I'm running a little bit low on spells. I might firebolt him. Mm, Good idea. Great. Because I I can get a fair bit on short rest. Seriously misses. Like, how bad? Four. Okay. So, like, a so ten. ten. So, it's not that oh, yeah. bad. Hey. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I think you're right not to worry about going all out, because, like, I can get a lot back on a short rest, and so mm. I can keep yeah. taking more hits, whereas, Me as well, yeah. like, you, you, it's harder for you to get those yep. spell slots back. So, okay, cool. Next person to act is Jody. Oh, great. Well, I guess I'll try again. Yeah, um, I go smacking again. And, uh, <laughs> not this time. Uh, <laughs> this guy will not go down! Will just, the only damage this guy's taken is his arrow that you threw back at him. He hasn't taken New any... strategy, let's throw arrows at him. <laughs> Did I catch it at a second arrow? Yeah, yeah you still got it. I should have Should have whipped yeah. it. Yeah, okay, cool. The next one is this guy who tries to gut shot the pair of you. Uh, although I guess for Duncan it's probably roughly height equivalent, so it's probably more like a throat shot for Duncan. <laughs> and uh, 10 against Duncan, 16 against Jody. So both misses. What a shit show. Next attack is Duncan. <laughs> Uh, power attack, okay. power attack, power attack, power attack, power attack. It's power attack, here we go. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, still it wouldn't have worked. Uh, this time, 
time my total goes from six down to one, back up to six Fantastic. again. Do you want to use some of my dice, dude? Oh. <laughs> Are we reaching that oh level here? Alright, it's Jazilia again. Okay, I'm going to try Ray of Frost this time. Literally, I just want to clear up what's happened here. So in the last, like, six seconds, what we've seen is you guys have charged up to this robot. You've both tried to hit it and failed. Drazillian tried to shoot magic at it and missed. It tried to punch you and failed. You've both tried to hit it again and failed. And now it's back around to Drazillian. It's just 12 seconds of people being like... It's just, like, flailing around. All right, here it comes. Yes! It's a 24. Nice, hey. that'll hit him. It's a seven. Seven, nice. Okay, so he's starting to look reasonably wanged himself. Uh, and now it's Jody again. All right, uh, try again. Yeah, one, once more. Why not? Once more. With once the... more. Um, that one's a 21 to hit. Yeah, nice, okay. Nice. Two-handed? Uh, Two-handed, that's 10 damage. Yeah, okay. So finally, uh, the bow staff makes purchase. Jody brings it down across his body, two-handed, and you see like the fucking like copper that makes this drone up, like visibly dent with the impact, and it crumples down to the ground. Uh, there you go. You've destroyed the robots. I've done it. As the third one dies, all three of them kind of spontaneously disassemble. Uh, they just fall apart. And part of what falls off them is those shiny polished copper front panels that were originally on the wall. Uh, do they have any like distinguishing features, like in terms of, like the, the individual ones, or no? Nope, they're just like like essentially at this point, they're just like panels, right. shiny panels of metal. Should right. we each take one and try them in the different slots? How high stars? up is the color light gap in the column? I don't know, maybe a meter and a half off the ground. Um, if this was a test, then we each individually passed. A different element in the different colors and so let's take one of these and then head to the color that we uh, pass the test of the other thing is the book said we're stronger together and so i wonder if we actually put all three into a single color i think that makes no sense <laughs> wait hang on what are you suggesting the book said we're stronger together it did yeah but what are you what are you suggesting that you do with that information put one of the panels no, all of the panels into one of the light beams what if we do it in unison mm. Yeah, Same okay, time. that's Same a nice time. compromise. Same yeah. time. Same, Same time. time. <laughs> okay, all right. So you guys pick up your copper panels, you walk over to the beams, and you, like, slide the copper panels in between the beams, and as you do, you see that the beams, which are projecting down from the top of this little uh, copper post gap, reflect off the panel and spray off in, like, different directions, depending on how you're holding the oh. copper panel. We angle it at the at the shiny wall the bit. magic barrier the wall. The barrier. You angle it at the barrier? Yeah, all, all three of them. Okay. Yeah. So no, at the crystal, at the crystal. No. Okay, so cool. Th- thanks for figuring that out. Um, <laughs> as you you angle these, like you sort of like twist around these little fucking beams of magic, and you start to focus them one by one on this gem that's just uh, kind of hanging above the big fucking crackling wall of energy. First, the red light hits it, and the gem goes a brilliant red. Then the blue light hits it, and for a moment, it's this incredibly vibrant purple. Finally, the green light hits it, and goes white and bright way way brighter than you guys expected it to and slowly the magical barrier begins to crackle less violently and gets less luminous and more translucent as it fades more and more you can see through to the next room and what you see well it doesn't look great How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons is a production of the Curio Network and hosted by Thomas Owen, Grace Chappell, Ben McAllister, and Jackson Newsett. Editing by Ben McAllister. 
You can find details of all the music in the show notes. We've got other content on Curio, such as Odds and Ends, where Grace talks with people about the mementos they've kept and the stories behind them, or still interested, where we look at film and TV that has been rebooted or remade and try to figure out why they thought it was a good idea. Check it all out at curionetwork.com.